0: This is Laura Deirdre with Becker's Dental Plus DSO podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Dr. Margaret Scarlett. She's a practicing dentist, retired from the CDC, and president of Scarlett Consulting
1: International. Dr. Scarlett, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Thanks so much. I'm really glad to be here, and I'm excited about where we're headed as we hopefully are getting out of the pandemic and back into a, a new and very exciting normal. I'm um, very, very pleased to be uh observing what's happening as we um uh go into the next new trends and i think there's some really exciting things coming down the pike Uh, we've got artificial intelligence which is big news Um, and artificial intelligence is is really there's some very very exciting developments in that area for dentistry especially in the area of imaging you know, and during the pandemic, we saw a lot of increases in telehealth, um, and it, it was also extending into teledentistry. So teledentistry is now not becoming just something we use in emergency or when we're uh, when we have our offices closed, but something to augment and make practices more efficient. Um, so it's kind of a, um, a, a embedded into practices, which is fantastic right now. Um, I think the other thing too that that's happening is Um, That a lot of the front and back office, um, you know, the credentialing of patients and of providers is becoming more automated and a little bit smoother and simpler, and even getting approvals is becoming a a better process um, than it has been in the past. And and most of all, I'm excited about the patient expectations. One thing I think that's emerged in, in the trend right now is that patient expectations uh, for good oral health have really improved um, there's an expectation that oral health is part of overall health and that that's something that's important for uh, overall well-being which is fantastic and I think the other thing that 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 I find it to, to be very very exciting is that there's a medical and dental connect um, on the professional medical side there's also a growing recognition that oral health, Is important to overall health, and it's part. And the mouth is actually part of the body, (laughs) so so that's good news. One of the things that I'm most excited about right now, too, is the entrepreneurial spirit. This has really emerged. (laughs) It's emerged in a big way right now in dentistry. You see a lot of investment in new opportunities in dentistry to improve oral health on the patient side, on the provider side. And also on the payer side, because it's these three areas that are, that are really important. And them working together is very, very important. So I see a lot more things moving them together. Um, this entrepreneurial spirit is showing up in Shark Tank-like uh, activities where new presentations with people with new ideas is happening. Um, there has been some investments, not only from uh, Wall Street-type uh, folks but also from foundations who've never participated in, in moving oral health forward and some exciting things to look at extending access uh, for oral health to the community at large and for the DSOs and the and dental offices to see themselves as providing care to the whole community, maybe in a limited fashion or maybe to the community as a whole. Um, and however it is that they can best operate, but it's not just confined to the walls of the, the four walls of the dental office anymore. And I think that's a very, very exciting thing. Um, the, the other thing too, now that some of the foundations are, are interested in oral health, there's some issues about how we can make oral health available and accessible to everyone. And, and that m- might mean lowering whatever barriers that there are like language issues. There's a lot of opportunities for looking at language right now. And um, if someone is a, uh, speaks Spanish, how it is that you can go and and have programs and have people available to you who can help translate and be able to uh, help your patients understand the importance of oral health if if Spanish is not your native language. Um, So there's a lot of opportunities there. And most of all, what I'm excited about too is that right now (laughs) I'm seeing it in practice is that patients want more comprehensive care And that's really exciting. Instead of let's just do this, we're in the middle of a pandemic. I see patients now moving to a place where they're saying, gee, Doc, I want to get everything done. Um, I want to get it done now. And I think that that's something that we haven't really heard in about two and a half years. That's amazing to hear. And Dr. Scarlett, thank you so much for going through all of that. I really
0: appreciate you touching on that mix between the oral care and overall health care. I think that, as you said, is a really exciting trend. And then seeing patients motivated and wanting to come in to the office. Um, When you think about dental practices and small DSOs across the country, what do they need to do in order to make sure they're ready to capitalize on this trend of patients wanting to come into the office, patients wanting to have oral care be really part of their overall health care? What can they do to attract them and bring them in um, going forward?
1: Well, you know, teledentistry is a great way to bring them in. Um, You know, if there have been barriers in the past, such as, you know, fears about COVID, the teledentistry sort of virtual front door is an opportunity to talk to the patient and find out what their needs are and to actually talk to the patient without all the PPE on. I love that. (laughs) And so, and to really assess what they need and then what you can provide. And it's a way for the provider and um, and the patient to dialogue about what their needs are, what their expectations are, so that those can be aligned. And that's something that we didn't really do before. Um, during the pandemic, when um, when the patients were greeted with uh, 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 me, the provider, with all the garb on, it was really hard to talk to the patient face-to-face. But, Many patients have become accustomed to talking to their providers in telehealth, on the medical side, and now their, their expectation is that we'll talk to them through teledentistry, assess what their needs are, and then we can schedule in-office time and be the most productive that we can be. And so that's, I think, very, very exciting. And also, one of the other nice things is that I, I'm in Atlanta, and I'll tell you, the traffic is really bad. <laughs> um, follow-up visits or post-operative care, some of that can be done, like, for instance, after uh, scaling and root planning. Some of that can be done as a follow-up uh, after, after the patient has the procedure so that they don't have to drive through Atlanta traffic, (laughs) they can go and um, actually have an interaction with either the hygienist or myself, and and get a good follow up uh, and get good follow on care and also have their oral hygiene instructions reinforced in a way in the comfort of their own home, where that they can hear things a lot easier than they can in the dental office. That's pretty exciting, too, I think. And also presenting treatment plans. Instead of taking time in the office uh, when people might be distracted or there are other things going on, you know, with teledentistry, I can actually sit down with a patient and talk to them on a teledental vis- visit. And we can be able to have a conversation about, okay, here's what we found. I can show the patient what we found. And then we can go through and say, this is the treatment plan that I propose. And here's the priorities. And if there's other specialists that need to be brought in, instead of leaving that up to the patient and then the patient is lost in follow-up to the orthodontist or the oral surgeon or the periodontist, we can actually have that specialist on the teledentistry teledent- visit um, at the same time. That's pretty exciting. And that's new. That's that's a new and different thing. And that, I think, is really uh, made the continuity of care very, very uh, Uh, available and possible uh, in a way that wasn't pre-pandemic. So um, I think it's more fun and more interesting. It just is another tool in our toolbox to be able to help us provide the best possible care for patients. That's pretty cool.
0: Absolutely. That's, you know, so interesting to hear and what a, a great way to think about growth and development and the awesome possibilities that are out there for dental practices today Now, is there anything that you see that is kind of a common challenge or anything that dental practices are struggling with or or areas that you are um, thinking about for growth? I know we've talked about a lot of exciting things going on, but I I can imagine there's some challenges out there, especially for um, practices
1: as well. Oh, the two biggest things I'm I'm hearing is the staffing. And, um, you know, I, I think now in terms of staffing, finding great dental assistants and dental hygienists. Is a real challenge, particularly dental hygienists. Some, one in twelve dental hygienists has left um, dental practice. That makes it very difficult to find um, a good dental hygienists for your practice that match, uh, you know, your office environment. And I and and what we're doing right now is <laughs> is doing a stay interview. You know, what would it take <laughs> for you to stay? Um, uh, I know that many of us during the pandemic learned, and myself included, learned to do some things um, during some staffing shortages in the pandemic that maybe we didn't do before. Maybe we're learning to live with uh, fewer staff, but the staff that we have now, we want to be sure that we can keep them. So we're now having stay interview. What do you need to stay? (laughs) So uh, we've seen the great resignation this past summer. We're seeing it in dental practices too. So I think that stay interview, what would it it take for you to stay? What do you need? How is it going? And having those conversations with staff is really important. Um, And creating an environment where it's a win-win for both the doctor, the patient, and the practice. That's really important. Fantastic,
0: I think that's amazing to hear. And Dr. Scarlett, I think just one other thing I wanted to ask before we wrap up our conversation here, when you look at the dental industry as a whole, where do you see it headed over the next few years and, you know, what are you most excited about? Is there anything you're nervous
1: about? (laughs) I'm excited about the opportunities and the challenges of artificial intelligence. I think it's um, it, we've got to, uh, you know, balance both the benefit and any risks for digitally mediated use of artificial intelligence. Um, we know that there'll be some use cases, particularly with imaging, and um, artificial intelligence is, is an important and exciting decision support tool, but ultimately the responsibility for the use of it is, you know, with the dental professional who's using it. And, um, and, and it's intended use. So I, I think while it's, uh, it's exciting, it's also um, uh, a challenge to use it and use it correctly and understand that it's really a decision support tool. Um, and, and I think the other thing that excites me because of my background in public health and my time at CDC um, and then also at HHS is that the exciting thing about artificial intelligence is that it, it can help us look at not only individual uh, oral health, but it can help us look at our uh, total practice oral health and also help to look at population-based oral health so that we be, we be, can begin to reach out to those populations that maybe haven't had accessible care and bring them into uh, oral health care, which I think is probably one of the most exciting things. and And to also have them Um, have the ability to provide people-centered care uh, on both an individual and a population-based scale. That, I think, is the most exciting thing. I didn't know that I would live to see that, but I see it coming, and as a dental futurist, uh, I'm the most excited about that.
0: Amazing. Dr. Scarlett, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. This has been a really fun discussion, and I look forward to connecting with
1: you again soon. You too, Laura. Thank you so much. I very much appreciate being able to speak to you and the audience today.